You guys are never going to believe what celebrity's name we've probably all been pronouncing wrong for years. I mean, I know that I have. I've not been saying her name right. Some Amazon employees just got busted doing some shady, shady business. Snapchat is trying to get your story more views. And we've got a lot of movie news coming up in Hollywood news. Plus, this year's Super Bowl halftime performer, has it been leaked? I'm very excited about it. That is all on the way in this episode, episode 114 of the Melanie Minot Show. This week's episode is sponsored by Outdoor Voices. Outdoor Voices makes high-quality active apparel to take you from gym life to everyday life seamlessly and fashionably. They're a brand that I totally stand behind, too. They're all about living a happier, healthier, more sustainable life through daily exercise. So whether you're into biking, running, hiking, or you're like me, you love bar workouts, Outdoor Voices is all about being active and less about trying to set records and making it this thing that you dread to do every day. It's just about getting out there, getting active, and having fun. They offer apparel for both men and women, so both my bro host and I rock Outdoor Voices. We do, but I don't think we wear the same styles. Uh, Yeah, the Springs leggings, the ones that I'm always wearing Mm -hmm. on Instagram, obviously those are for the ladies. Michael, you have the Sunday shorts. Yes, those are for Sundays. (laughs) Those are for Sundays when you're watching football, and I don't know much about football, but isn't it on Saturdays now too, college football? Yep, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. And Home Depot runs and everything else that you got to wear the shorts for. <laughs> so yeah, your shorts are getting, your Sunday shorts are getting a lot more use than just on the couch on Sundays. And I can say the same for the Springs leggings. I wear those things when I'm running errands, when I'm going to bar, when I'm doing my little Target runs. You guys know I love some Target. The fabric that they use for the Springs leggings is the Signature Textured Compression, and it hugs, sculpts, and supports you. I'm telling you guys, it just it sucks you in in all the right places. You can get them nationwide at OutdoorVoices.com. They have all sorts of stuff. If you like running, they got running shorts. They've got some comfy tank tops. It's all at OutdoorVoices.com and then Outdoor Voices shops in select locations across the country. And Outdoor Voices offers free shipping and hassle-free returns on oh, yeah. anything that you're not completely satisfied on the fabrics. Yeah, there you go. So if you don't love the fabrics, you can send it back. I am so excited to be able to share a promo code with you guys, too. For 20% off your first order of $100 or more, just visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Melanie and enter the promo code Melanie. I'm already eyeing another Springs Leggings pair, the ones in graphite, ash, and dove. They're so cute. Okay, so once again, for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Melanie and enter the promo code Melanie. I'm going to get money. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Got so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. From the worldwide news, anything you want to know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Mano Show. It's the Melanie Mano Show. It's the Melanie Mano Show. You're now listening to the Melanie Mano Show. That you are, and by the grace of God, oh my goodness, it has been a day, people. I got to pull the curtain back and just share a little behind the scenes of what went down before we started the recording of this podcast. Okay. 
How many hours ago would you say that we attempted to first record this podcast? Uh, about three hours. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been at least three hours and now two trips back to your house where the new podcast studio is. Yep. Because out of nowhere, you guys, and this has just been the day today, I swear. Out of nowhere, we go to record, and one of the pieces of audio equipment that we use each and every week to record the podcast never had an issue with it. Well, I don't want to say never, but it hasn't been acting up. It's been working. Yeah. And then, Usually it's my computer that yes. something malfunctions on my computer. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That computer. That thing is a brick. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. Well, it works. It was awesome. Usually. bought it. Yeah. It usually works, but... Yeah, out of nowhere, we went to go record tonight, and we could not figure out for the life of us why one of the audio inputs would not work. Only one microphone would work. So I left thinking that we weren't recording the podcast tonight, and I had already called a local audio store, which I can't even believe those still exist. I mean, there were no Radio Shacks, but there was a Sam Ash. So called them, even put the equipment on reserve. And I was thinking, oh, this sucks. I'm going to drop hundreds of dollars tomorrow on this audio equipment. Oh, yeah. You better call them and unreserve that. I know. I'm going to. They're closed now. But I just thought, okay, at least we could record the podcast tomorrow. But then I almost was home. And my bro host calls me and says, oh, it's working. So you can come back now. Come on back. It's working fine. Oh, my gosh. So I uted up, drove back over here, and now we, well, and then it still didn't work. (laughs) And then it stopped working again. But now it is working, and we've got the podcast up and running. But I just have to share some stuff sometimes because a lot more goes into the podcast than what people think. And when they aren't posted on time or anything like that, Mm -hmm. I just want people to know that, believe me, we would love for them to be posted on time and for everything to go according to plan. But that is not how life works. Yeah, no. Not Apple uh, headphones and uh, iPhone notes recording. It's like real deal stuff here. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of cords and equipment and adapters and all sorts of stuff. Uh How is your day going besides that? How's your week so far? My week? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Now I can focus on how stressed out I am about all this podcast here stuff. Well, don't be stressed out about it. We're going to have fun. Just grab a beer out of the fridge or something. It's been a long day. Uh, my smart house is coming along, so that's good. Oh, yeah. So my bro host, as you guys know, we've talked about on the podcast before. He purchased his first home. He's the first-time homeowner now. And, yeah, everything's coming together. I'm really impressed. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff done. YouTube is a magical place. Oh, my gosh. If you guys follow him or if you don't follow him, you can go ahead and follow him at Michael Glazner on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He posts these, what do you call it, DIY (laughs) trying not to die or something like that. Every single day, he's trying to do something around his house. DIY trying not to die. Usually, it's something with electrical or chainsaws, something where I could get hurt. Oh, my gosh. That is terrifying, Mike. I don't know that you should be doing that, honestly. Uh, I probably shouldn't. You're posting all these videos of you messing with wires. Oh, That's why I'm like, okay, this one is actually dangerous. So if you don't see me post the finished product, I'm dead. Oh my gosh. So if, you, if you're one of those people who likes watching people walk across tight ropes and you're thinking, are they going to fall? Are they not going to fall? That's kind of what's going on on Michael's yep. Instagram. Yep. Very rarely am I doing something that is not going to shock the hell out of me. <laughs> so not okay. Yeah, well. Uh, but the good news is, is that you haven't died. So there Not you go. Yet. So I would say that your week is going pretty damn good. 
the, my biggest fear moment was using a razor blade. I was cutting drywall with a razor blade, and I'm like, this is how it's going to end. Just All this slip. electrical work, using chainsaws, cutting down trees, everything went smooth. I'm going to cut a small artery on my toe with a uh, razor blade, and I'm going to bleed out on the floor. Like, oh, my gosh. Don't even say that. <laughs> That's so sad. Well, it was just like all this other crazy stuff I was doing that went flawlessly. So, obviously, using a the one simple razor thing blade to break down simple. Amazon boxes is going to be the death of me. Oh, my gosh. That would be something on that show. The yeah. 101 worst cra- yeah. or craziest ways, ways to die. To die. Yep. Yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get into the podcast. We got to talk about Amazon. We talked about them last week and how they are now delivering Christmas trees, live Christmas trees to your door. Well, dead ones. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I meant that in the past they delivered fake trees. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. But now there's a report that Amazon employees in the U.S. and China have been accepting bribes uh-oh, from sellers to do things like delete negative reviews. Employees can reportedly make a lot of money if they go on there in the back end of Amazon yep. and delete bad reviews. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's the first thing I do when I'm going to buy a product on Amazon is I go on there, I click on the star rating. And then I start looking through them. And then I go and click on the one stars because I always want to know if those people are just salty or if they have some really good uh, input. Avoid those. What? Yes. No, I want to get a real feel. I need to know. If someone left one star, why did they give it that one star? Yeah, leave out the outliers. If there's four and a half stars, why are you reading the one stars? Everyone that reads a one star thing is someone that like can't. It's like trying to use scissors, but can't get the scissors out of the scissor package. I know. And these people are so basic. They're just like, come on, dude. (laughs) They're the people in those commercials, those infomercials in the black and white scenes where it's like, is scrambling an egg hard? And And they're lands on the ceiling fan. Yeah. They're flailing the eggs all over the place and burning their hands. Right. Those are the one star review. I know. But you know what? The entire box fell apart when my child jumped on it. Well, it was made of glass, so maybe don't do that. <laughs> that is so accurate. Sometimes it's just for entertainment purposes that I read the reviews. These people, man. People are funny. Yeah. But the one-star people, yeah, those people are just a hot mess. Outliers. Take out the outliers. Yeah, exactly. Like, the curtains were ripped when I opened it. I cut through them with the scissors when I opened the package. Yeah. And it's like, that's not their fault. You're mm-hmm. an idiot. Yeah. So, well, anyway, uh, Amazon has a zero tolerance for abuse policy, and that is what they consider this. Apparently, it's especially popular over in China. So the people that are ordering items over in China, they're probably not getting the most accurate reviews because the people there don't make as much money the ones that work for Amazon. So they make extra cash on the side by editing and deleting Amping up some people's reviews. I wish there was a. Did they just get fired, or are they it's like jail time? If they're just getting fired. No, I think they just get fired. They would sign me up, Michael. No, this is so dishonest. What are you? Why would you say that? Got to make a living out here. It's hard in the streets. Okay. Well, then go get a different job. Mm, easier said than done. If you have to be dishonest just to you get to, by, you're not being. You're not being yeah, dishonest. You are too. You are being dishonest. You're an, uh, an Amazon employee. You sign a thing saying that you're not going to abuse the power we that you have been given. We just talked about all these one-star people being a bunch of ding-dongs. So you're just eliminating the ding-dongs. Yeah, but some of them are accurate and you're some just getting bribed. Be. That is not okay. Okay, if every package of lights you order is shattered into a million pieces, then yeah, maybe you should tell these people to go away. 
But if someone's like, oh, I accidentally whacked a hammer through it, like then delete those. I know, but that it should be deleted. Something anyway. tells me that they're not using a moral compass. They're not going, oh, well, you know what? This one really deserves to be deleted <laughs> because this person's dumb. They're not doing that. They're just taking money and then actually deleting reviews that should be left up there. The good, the bad, the ugly. You got to leave them up there. That's how so. you get a real feel about what you're ordering. Now, Mike, I know that you are always on Snapchat. That's still your preferred social media platform. Not anymore. What? <laughs> Since when? Last two weeks, three weeks? No, no. Last time we talked about this was months ago. Okay. So the only reason I still use Snapchat is because I have a couple friend group friend groups conversation thingies going on in there. So I can send out a snap to a bunch of them. Okay, got it. And when you do it on Instagram, it doesn't show the photo that you sent and it kind of drives me nuts. Oh, so you, like you can kind of figure like what the hell? I don't even remember what we're talking about anymore. You have to select keep in chat. So when you upload the photo to your Instagram message, you can select, you you do the little slider at the bottom and you put keep in chat. And that way you can follow the story and know what's going on. Oh, well then maybe I need to start doing that. <laughs> you definitely have to do I always put keep in chat because I hate that because I'll forget what I've sent some, I had sent someone and yep. then someone will comment back and I'm like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Mm -hmm. Same issue that was going on with Snapchat for a while. Yep. Because the picture would disappear, and then I would have no idea what somebody was messaging me about. Yeah, Snapchat just updated their uh, conversation thing, too. So you just be having a conversation with somebody, and as soon as you close it out, the conversation wipes away. But now, you can keep the conversation for 24 hours. Yes, and they also just updated the fact that you can now spread, spread people's stories via text, email, and even on Facebook. Now, do we like this or not? Because doesn't this defeat defeat the whole entire idea behind Snapchat is that you wanted to just keep it in Snapchat. Now you can share the snap. You I can don't understand to what? To your text message, your email or your Facebook. Well, why do I, what, if I'm using snap, I'm just going to send it as a snap. I don't Thank need you. I don't understand why, why Snapchat. This is why you guys are not doing well. Because you should have just stayed in your lane and made it the, hey, we're going to post some stuff here that people don't want to see everywhere else or they don't want it shared on all the other platforms. But instead, now they're letting you share stories via text message, email, and even on Facebook. Now, you can also update your, or when you update the app, you can share your stories to a thing called Our Stories which means that they are publicly submitted to Snapchat. And yeah. then Snapchat can share those with their partners like NBC, Vice, CNN, Cosmopolitan, and a slew of other ones. So just be careful because if you're sharing some pictures, I'm sure they don't care about your DP, your deep pick. But if you're sharing something else, you're drunk, you think it's so funny to be videoing your friend peeing on the toilet or whatever, and you share it to NBC, Vice, CNN, Cosmopolitan, they have the right to then take that video and do whatever they want <laughs> well, with it. Got to be careful where, you, where your fingers click. Yeah, that could be an uh, embarrassing mistake. Mm -hmm. There is a small unincorporated town in Missouri's Pulaski County that is getting a lot of attention this week. And that is because of the city's name and the new paper that they want to start circulating. Okay. Okay, the place is called Uranus. 
Eh? Uranus, Missouri. It's a destination along Route 66, and it's not surprising that it's become a tourist attraction because people love to go visit Uranus. Uranus. Well, the tourist attraction has funded a new paper, and they have decided to name it the Uranus Examiner. What? That is the name that they announced as of today. The Uranus Examiner. The Uranus Examiner. Do you see why this is starting to go viral? Yeah, kind of a genius name, though. <laughs> I I agree. You got to work with what you have been given. You've been given a gift, okay? Your city is named Uranus. You've got to take lemon lemons and make lemonade out of it. So why not name the paper the Uranus Examiner? I think it's hysterical. What are the people that stick their finger up your butt for <laughs> prostate cancer? The doctors. The butt doctor? I yeah, don't know. The gastroenterologist? I don't think so. Don't, don't they know. do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to. They oh, should the pro- proctologist. Yeah, that's what I okay, thought. Okay, that's it. Yeah, they should. That's what their name should be in that town. If you're the local proctologist, I'd be the Uranus examiner. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that would be such a good name for your practice. Yeah. I always think it's funny when doctors have names that align with their jobs. I used yeah. to go to an allergist, and his name was Dr. Gubernick. That is a terrible last name. So. <laughs> At least he's probably rich now. So. Oh, yeah. Super loaded. Nicest, me. Nicest guy. I have nothing but good things to say about him. But it's just, it, it was like he was predetermined. Yeah, he was destined he to was be a Goober doctor. He was destined to be a booger doctor. Yeah. Uh, people like with a, the last name of Stinkfinger are destined to be proctologists. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, the paper has plans to launch in October, but they're already being threatened with a boycott by the mayor, Luge. <laughs> I cannot make this shit up. Okay. Mayor Luge Hardman. Mayor- Luge Hardman? Yes. Mayor Hardman of Uranus. Fairly certain that's a porn star name. <laughs> Is that like the first street he grew up on plus his dog's first name? Oh, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Luge Hardman. Luge was my dog. Uh, Hardman Street was where I grew up. Okay, well, Mayor Luge Hardman of Uranus. Oh, I guess, oh, wait, he is, he's the nearby. So why does he even have a say in this? He's uh. the nearby mayor of Waynesville. Okay, so Mayor Hardman is the mayor of Waynesville and may not also have a job in the porn industry. We cannot confirm nor deny that. Yeah, my name would be Kilo Caesar, by the way. Kilo Caesar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. That kind of sounds like a name. A good okay, but name. we grew up in the same house, yeah, so okay. mine well, would be Kilo work Caesar for us. too. Yeah, yours would That's also just be Kilo awkward. Caesar. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I could do it by the cat's name, Blackie Caesar. <laughs> okay, that kind of sounds <laughs> kind of sounds like a porn name. Blackie Caesar. Mm-hmm. Well, Luge Hardman. Oh, it's a female. How presumptuous for me to assume it was a male. So Mayor Luge Hardman of nearby Waynesville, she thinks that the name stinks. (laughs) Of course she does. (laughs) Uh, She says, I'm sorry, but the innuendo of that that title puts my city up for public ridicule and I will not be a part of it. That is a direct quote. Where did she get the name Luge? That's what I want to know. I'm more interested in her name than anything else. I know. I guess I'm not presumptuous for assuming it was a man a yeah. man because Luge? Luge doesn't sound like a girl's name. No, that sounds like Bruce. Like 
Luge. Luge. It's going to be luge. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like one of those car salesmen. It's going to be huge. It's going to be luge. A big luge sale this Saturday. Luge is pretty exciting, though, during the Olympics. That is dope AF. Yeah. Not to be confused with Mayor Luge Hardman, who seems to have a stick up her inner Uranus because she is not down with the name Uranus Examiner. And I don't believe the quote of, oh, it puts my city up for public ridicule. It's already up for public ridicule. You should have thought about that before becoming the mayor of Uranus or Waynesville next to Uranus. Or you moved into Uranus. Where's Waynesville? Oh, you know, it's right next to Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes never get old for them, I'm sure. I am two years old. Well, I now that I know it's a place, I feel like I don't know that I had any plans to go to Missouri, but you best believe if I ever go on a road trip cross country and I'm on Route 66, I am taking a little detour and stopping off at Uranus. Oh, all right. <laughs> what? By the way, the first edition is going to be of the uh, Uranus Examiner. They they tested out. They did a little case study. They asked people, "What do you think about the Uranus Constitution?" People didn't love it so much. They said, <laughs> "So that's why they ended up going with the Uranus Examiner." Uranus and now fifteen thousand mailboxes are going to get it for free in October. And uh, the publisher is already expecting the Uranus Examiner to expand. Of course. Yes. Now, it takes a lot to get banned from an all-you-can-eat buffet. I mean, I personally don't know, but I'm just assuming that it takes a lot. Um, I can't even imagine what it might take. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's an, it's an all-you-can-eat. So they are allowing you to go there and eat as much as humanly possible. You can make yourself ill if you want to. I think everybody does. I know. That's so true. Part do, of the all-you-can-eat experience. Do I, I need to go back for a second plate? Absolutely not, but it's all-you-can-eat, so second? I'm going to go back. Clearly, you're going back for a second. It's, do I need to go back for a sixth? Oh, gosh. That's disgusting. That's Three ice cream cones, fourth one can't hurt. <laughs> Why not at this point? I think the only way you get kicked out is you start, like, Poking the food, maybe? Like in the container or sneeze on it or something? I guess, or if you got caught stealing. I, yeah, I'm not like going to put... rolls down your pants? I'm not going to put a family member on blast. But yeah, I happen to know somebody who likes to take crab legs and put them in a napkin and then have them put in what? someone's purse. Is this Jameis Winston? <laughs> what? Does he do that? Jameis Winston from the Bucks? Yeah, he, he got caught at Florida State stealing crab legs from Publix. No, I had no idea. Yes. You haven't seen any of the memes with him and the crab legs? No. They were given to him, allegedly. Okay. Well, I have uh, gone to a buffet a couple times with somebody who likes to take the crab legs. It's not Brian, but someone takes the crab legs and they roll them up in a napkin and then they- Don't you just walk out with a foot-long napkin? No, like, they put them in here. a purse. They put them in a purse. All right. Well, it's a lady. We're narrowing this down. It's like a game of Clue. <laughs> or are they asking someone to put them in their purse? Do they wear glasses? <laughs> Do they have brown hair? <laughs> We're playing guess who at this point. Yep. <laughs> anyway, not going to disclose who it is, but I would imagine that that could get you kicked out of an all-you-could-eat buffet. Yeah, you're not allowed to take to-go boxes. Yeah. That's, that's like rule number one. That's not how it works. To-go box is your belly. Fill it up. Okay, well, German triathlete, Jaroslav Bobrowski. Luge. He, <laughs> Luge Bobrowski, he got kicked out of an all-you-can-eat buffet, and now he's been banned. He ate 
a hundred plates of sushi at this place called Running Sushi, and it's an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet in Bravaria. This happened last Friday. This is a real story, and it just happened. Okay. He's a competitive eater, Oof. and he likes sushi. Yeah. And what a better duo, peanut butter and jelly, man. <laughs> you are a competitive eater, and it's an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet? Boom. Why not? Well, after eating 18 pounds of sushi in one sitting, which equates to 100 plates, they said, uh, yeah, you can't come here anymore. Because he began coming in all the time. He was a regular customer, which he's upset. He's surprised because he was a regular customer. Obviously, he knows the staff at this point. He frequents the joint. I feel like he should have saw this coming. Yeah, I mean, 100 plates of sushi. Come on. That's just, that's. Unbelievable. Being a jerk. I know. And 18 pounds of sushi? Ugh. What about the mercury? I mean, that cannot be good. It doesn't mean it's all salmon. Okay, well, he's not eating a bunch of California rolls, probably. Well, you never know. I don't think they would be complaining about that. (laughs) Well, 18 pounds of anything I'd be complaining about. Yeah, I guess you're right. 18 pounds of mac and cheese. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) You are dead at that point, okay? Also that. The restaurant's owner said quote he eats for five people that is not normal and clearly not normal i could see going in yeah once every however often they do an eating competition because they have to i don't know they have to like train and stretch their stomach and all that weird crap and go in there and like load up once every three months but if you're doing this like four times a day yeah so he told the local Bavarian Bavarian paper that he restricts himself from eating for 20 hours and then he eats until he's stuffed to maintain his 10% body fat. And sometimes, yeah, that means eating up to 100 plates of sushi. Holy crap. He doesn't eat for how long before he goes in there and does this? 20 hours. He fasts almost an entire day. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to, if he had fasted for like three days, then he could be like, hey, restaurant, I could come in here for three straight days and eat it or eat it all in one sitting. But he's only, it's not even a day. Sometimes I go 20 hours without eating. Just wake up, you get going, start doing stuff. You come home, you're like yeah. 8 o'clock, you're, not, you're like, oh, crap. Oh, that definitely happens. I forget. Yeah, but I don't crush 18 pounds of food. Yeah, I was going to say, but then I don't go and binge eat 18 pounds of food. I cannot believe that he's quoted as, quoted as saying he was stunned. Upon learning that he was no longer allowed to go back to the restaurant. Are you stunned? Are you just as stunned as the mayor of the town near Uranus? That uh-huh. your your neighborhood or your uh, your city gets made fun of? I don't think it's a city. It's a town. Whatever. But yeah. whatever. Expect the butt jokes. Yeah. You determine that when you moved there. And expect to get kicked out when you're eating for 10 people. There you go. Sesame Street, they had to issue a statement today. Mike, I'm surprised you actually don't know about this because, you know, you're Oscar the Grouch and all. Oh, great. (laughs) I got to share that. Fun little fact is that my bro host, he tends to be a little grumpy. Yeah, just me. I like to call him Oscar the Grouch, and it came about because he was being in a bad mood one day, and I think we were up in New York. We were visiting for Jessica, our sister's graduation, and you were being a little turd nug, and we passed a trash can, and I said, oh, hey, Oscar, is there anything you needed to go pick up at your house? Okay. And mom thought it was so funny. She was like, oh, my God, get it? Because he's Oscar the Grouch. She thought it was amazing. Uh And so- 
obviously, I continue to call you Oscar from time to time. Sure. Like, I don't know, last week when you, quote unquote, tossed the computer mouse at me that hit the wall. It did, oh my God, Psycho. It hit the wall. Psycho. No, it landed on the carpet. It two, hit the two wall. Feet, two feet from my, where I, quote unquote, threw it, underhand tossed it six inches off the ground, rolled on the carpet twice. Good job. Okay. That did not happen. Uh, you're welcome is what you meant to say. You were like, here, take the mouse. Rah! And then you threw it. And you should have said, thank you. No, yeah, right. You were being a jerk, Oscar. I was trying to help you out with the mouse. I know. I was getting really frustrated because my, see, it's always something with this podcast. My computer, I grabbed the cord to charge my computer. Only, you know, with the large Apple chargers, there's a little piece that disconnects and sometimes it gets stuck in the wall. So I didn't actually have the charging piece to charge my computer. I had to use my brother's computer and it's not a Mac. So I was getting really annoyed with the trackpad and I was bitching, which listen, I'm usually in a really positive mood, but I was in a really bad mood that day. Mm. I was still sick on antibiotics, mm -hmm. which means I haven't had a mimosa in forever. <laughs> and... It had been a long day. Good thing to make trash cans with wheels. Otherwise, you would have never got over here. Oh, he's got <laughs> jokes, people. He's got jokes. Anyway, Oscar. Uh, yeah, I I still call you that. But I thought that mom had forgot, forgotten about it until last week. And I have got to share this with the podcast listeners. So last week, my mom sent me a text and she said, Oh, I just want to let you know that just because I live in Wisconsin now, she moved back to Wisconsin, FYI, just because I live back in Wisconsin now doesn't mean I still can't give you shit <laughs> because she loves to stop by and drop stuff off. Our mom yes. is stuff like you've never order. asked for or yeah. things that you said that you liked in passing six years ago. Yeah. Or when you were in second grade, like yeah. you one time maybe were at the zoo and said, oh my gosh, that pig is so cute. And forever and always you are obsessed with pigs and mom's going to send you everything with a pig on it. Yes. That's 100%. <laughs> Even if you don't remember saying it. I told her I wanted a bonsai tree sometime around 10th grade when we were on vacation. Yes. And she this, talks about it every time we see them at the little Saturday morning market and stuff. She yeah. goes, oh my gosh, look, the bonsai tree. Mike would love these. She always says that every time. Yeah, I feel like that was because she had some sort of guilt hanging over her head for like 15 years. And now she finally lifted that guilt by presenting a bonsai tree to me. What, that she didn't get you a bonsai tree? She yeah, felt she's guilty all, about yeah, it? Yeah, on vacation, she swore to me words she was going to get me this bonsai tree. And then we left. We never got it. <laughs> And so I was like, all right, what's up with the bonsai tree? And then she's like, oh, yeah, maybe later. And well, then didn't hear about it for 15 years, randomly shows up with the bonsai tree one day. Oh, I remember. Here, just like you wanted. When? When I was 14? Well, she still tells that story because when I went over to your house and saw the bonsai tree for the first time, I was like, oh, Mike finally got his bonsai tree. <laughs> she uh -huh. always talks about him. Yep. I'm telling you, she just lifting, lifting guilt off of her conscience, you know, one gift at a time. You know how bad it is? Is that when I was younger, I believe it was in middle school. No, it was probably elementary school even. Britney Spears and Ashton Kutcher, they all wore those John Deere hats. Yep. And I wanted one. The, the Von Dutch hats were cool and the John Deere hats, and I really wanted one. And so I asked mom, hey, can you ask our cousins in Wisconsin if they can send me down a John Deere hat? Okay, yep. What do you think our mother heard from that? Do you think that she understood, oh, it's a fashion trend, let me just get her a John Deere hat? Uh, clearly, no. 
No, instead, she took it upon herself to tell all of my relatives that I'm obsessed with John Deere. And for Christmases, for years and years and years, I got John Deere stuff, like Tervis John Deere cups, John Deere pajama pants, I mean, (laughs) forever. Maybe it'll come back in style. (laughs) Maybe, in which case I'm prepared because it's probably what I'm getting from everyone up there for Christmas. Anyway, I thought my, our mom had forgot about me calling you Oscar the Grouch. But then last week when she sent that message about sending us shit, she uh, sent a box down to my brother. I still haven't opened the one that she sent for me because I just picked it up. She mailed it to you. Well, based on what was in mind, we should open yours on the podcast because. Should we? I gotta get it out of the the car. The most random items ever. Christmas uh, items. Tons of Christmas items. Should we what do an unboxing? We oh, my God. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, my favorite thing that she put in, <laughs> totally unnecessary thing. I mean, the box is full of unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. But my favorite unnecessary thing. It and, wasn't, the, and I would it wasn't ar- the full-on Christmas suit. A literal <laughs> suit with Christmas trees. No. And ornaments and bright green. No. With matching pants. No, that was not my favorite thing. Okay. My favorite thing was that she got you a ceramic mug in the shape of a trash can. And she sent it to you. Mom is trolling you. It is amazing. And then you sent it. And I said, oh my gosh, she remembered. And mom thought she was so funny. She messaged me. I'll get it because he's grouchy. He's Oscar the Grouch. And she sent you a trash can mug. Oh, it's so amazing. Yep. It even has a lid. Yes, mom. <laughs> I love it. Troll like, so hard. What the, when I first saw it, I was like, what? Oh, my God. Okay. All right, Mom. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Have you drank out of it yet? No, I have not. I live inside of it. No. Oh. <laughs> you can't drink where you live. Exactly. Good point. Well, Sesame Street, back back on track here. They just issued a statement after a former Sesame Street writer said the characters Bert and Ernie were a gay couple. Now, this rumor has been going on for so, so oh, yeah. long now. Mm-hmm. And it was really just speculation. However, the writer for Bert and Ernie said, no, it's real. They are gay because I wrote them based off of me and my own partner, Arnold. So he said, quote, I don't think I'd know how else to write them, but as a loving couple. That's what I had in my life, a Bert and Ernie relationship. How could it not permeate? The things that would tick off Arnie would be the things that ticked off Bert. And then the things that would tick off him, then he would tick off Ernie. Mm -hmm. So he based it off his relationship. So he's saying, yes, absolutely. But Sesame Street is saying, okay, well, just because he wrote it that way, they did not intend Bert and Ernie to be gay. In which case, I say, let them live their life. Well, yeah, now they can. 2018, Bert and Ernie can be as gay as they want. Exactly. Sesame Street, why are you hating be accepting. Be progressive. What the hell? I, just, I feel like, you, well, now they're just like, well, I can't you believe can't. they even issued a statement disagreeing with it. What, Bert and Ernie going to come out of the closet? They're like 95 years old. <laughs> At this point, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I say more power to Bert and Ernie, and they should come out of the closet. Yep. And I don't understand why Sesame Street is still trying to say that they're not gay. Let them live. Now, if you love Stranger Things, then you're going to love Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios this year. This is not an advertisement. I just thought it was interesting because I know a lot of people love Stranger Things. Yeah. I have yet to watch the series. Have you watched it? Yes, all of them, obviously. Oh, okay, because it's now on the third season. I guess it's returning. Is it next summer? 
Yeah, because there's two seasons already. Uh, yeah, there's two seasons. It's like a new season every year. So it's, oh. it's going to be Gosh, that's a long time to wait. Well, that's how every TV show is. Uh, not on Bravo. It's below deck Mediterranean, <sighs> and then it's below deck somewhere else. Yep, and then it's Real right. Housewives of Orange County, and then it's Real Housewives of New York. Okay, well, this is not a Bravo. This is why I love Bravo. Show. They this always is, give me entertainment. This is a real, real TV show. All seasons long. I don't even have to wait until next summer. Well, spoiler alert, uh, Stranger Things is way better than anything on Bravo, so uh, check that out. Says Oscar the Grouch from his trash can. Okay, uh, whatever. Bravo is amazing. Sure. Michael, you're arguing a really not valid point right now because I would be willing to bet that the majority of our podcast listeners love themselves some Bravo. Yeah, maybe, but I guarantee they also watch Stranger Things. Well, yeah, probably. Adults. Like normal people watch Stranger Things. You. I want to watch it. I just don't have time. I am so effing busy, but I, and when I do watch you TV. You see that? No, you do have time and you will have time after you watch the first episode because then you watch episode one and you go, oh, damn, what's going to happen next? I just committed to a show you that's not on Bravo. One okay? hour a day for like one step at a time. 24 days, one hour a day. Best 24 I, no, days of your life. I already, I committed to Ozarks. So now, I'm, which I didn't know. If someone would have told me it was Jason Bateman, I would have started watching it immediately. Yeah, but it's not a comedy. It doesn't Drug matter. Dealer. I just like Jason Bateman. Okay, well. He's just easy on the eyes. And I like his acting style. <laughs> yeah, it's usually really funny and sarcastic. But now he's a drug dealer. Yes. I don't know. I like the show. So oh, anyway, I've now committed to a real adult show. That everyone's been trying to get me to watch something uh -huh. off of Bravo and not on E. Yep. So, okay, I caved and I started watching Ozarks when I was sick. And it's good. So I guess I can commit to watching Stranger Things, but I got to finish out this Ozark thing first. Well, good luck because they're on, what, season three of Ozark? So. Season two. I think season I three think. already started. Oh, aired, dang. Oh, so. I got to catch up. Yep. We got a lot of work to do. Ugh. And now they're on the or they're on the second season of Stranger Things. Well, anyway, uh, Universal Studios they're featuring a Stranger Things haunted house at their annual Halloween Horror Nights, and people are That's freaking be awesome out about it. Yeah, I already saw some pictures. Six new images were revealed today. Yeah, but you don't even get the pictures. I don't. You're right. I don't even understand the pictures, and it looks cool. Guarantee you, there's Christmas lights. There are Christmas lights. Yep. Now I even know that about Stranger Things because I went to a pop-up bar called Miracle on 14th Street sure. in D.C., and they had a whole Stranger Things room. I just went in, and I was like, oh, Christmas lights everywhere. This is amazing. And my friend's like, no, you don't get it. It's from Stranger Things. And I was like, uh, no. Yeah, it's a very uh, integral part of the TV show. It's Christmas lights. Yes. Mm. He has to communicate from the others, from the upside down. Oh, yeah. So there was something about that, too, is I guess they have this whole upside down house. Yep. That you go in, so you go into this maze, and it's all upside down, and that's what people are freaking it's not out actually about. Actually, upside down. It's right side up. It's just called the upside down. It's the or are you upside down? It's the what's it we called are, when are. you're in the alternate alternate universe, whatever? And they're like, oh, one uh, yeah, it's an ultimate universe, and there you're here, and you're the good Melanie, but in your ultimate universe, you're like a serial. Oh, in an alternate reality. Right. So in this alternate state. Everything is like dead and dark and gross and gnarly, and that's where all the monsters are. Oh. So when you go into the upside down, then you're not in your kind of safe world anymore. And oh. that he uses the Christmas lights to communicate. 
She wrote an alphabet on the wall. Do you have to be on drugs to watch this show? Because you explaining it to someone who has no idea what the hell it's even about, that sounds like some weird Alice in Wonderland crap. Yeah, it is. It 100% is. It's so awesome. I'm not really into sci-fi, but I will give it a try. It'll give you a whole new appreciation for those old school big bulb Christmas lights. Really? Yeah, because that's what they used to communicate. Oh, yeah. That's what the the lights were. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Halloween Horror Nights, it kicks off on September 14th. So it's already, oh, it's already going. All right. Check it out. I cannot believe it's already September. That just blew my mind. Christmas creep. And I know the Christmas creep is real. In addition to Stranger Things, the parks will also feature pop culture inspired poltergeist and Halloween four haunted houses. It makes me want to go. But I, I got to go just for the Stranger Things. But I got to watch all the Stranger Things first. Yes, How the heck am I going to fit that in? We're already almost in October. <laughs> Calling sick. It's just not enough time. Are you getting all of the vitamins and nutrients you need on the daily basis? Chances are you aren't. Because fun fact, 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. That's where Care Of comes in. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. It makes taking your daily vitamins just so much easier. All of the vitamins are personalized, so they're super cute. They have your name right on them. Michael, you can get yours to say Michael. You get where I'm going. Yes. Mine, obviously, say Melanie. They are in these easy-to-remember daily packs, so you just grab them in the morning without having to fuss with a bunch of different bottles and figure out, oh, crap, did I take this one already? Did I not take this one already? It's all just right there in the pack. They're perfect for people who are on the go, which is great for me, not to mention the fact I'm clueless when it comes to vitamins. So if I were to go into a vitamin store, uh... It would be so overwhelming. (laughs) I I would not even know where to begin. So care of, they they take care of you. See See what I did there? Makes sense. They make it easy and fun. They have this online quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle choices. It legit takes only five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. And since it's a monthly subscription, it can easily be modified at any time. So say, I don't know, you got a little bun in the oven and you need to rearrange your vitamins. You can get pre and postnatal vitamins from them as well. Now, if you're like my boyfriend, you decide to go vegetarian or vegan, they have you covered too because they have supplement options available to match your specific dietary needs. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, just visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code MELANIE. So 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code MELANIE. Disney may be adding another country to Epcot. Yes! Drinking around the world is going to get a country longer, maybe. It's not confirmed. Did a new country just get invented? (laughs) No, that's not how it works. They don't have every single country in Epcot. And now they are thinking about adding a full-blown India pavilion. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be really cool, too. Now, this is just, like I said, it's a rumor. It's not confirmed at all, but it's the latest buzz going on on the Disney blogs. Yeah. They're saying because the 2016 uh, hit live-action film Jungle Book was such a success that they are thinking about making that a ride and then having that inside the entire India Pavilion. 
Jungle Book was filmed in India? Yeah. What? You didn't know that? No. In the How forest was I supposed to know that? In India. I thought it was filmed in like the Amazon in South I mean, America. I could see why you would think that. But they're in a big ass jungle. When I think I know. of India, I think of like desert and the trains. The Taj Mahal. And a whole crap load of people riding scooters and stuff. What? That's what you think of? Yeah. You ever see the image of that train and there's like people literally on top of it, on the side of it, and there's like no. 800,000 people on this one train? It's crazy. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Now I want to look it up. You definitely should. Type in India train people and it will immediately there you come go. up. People, if you're not driving and you're at work, Google it. <laughs> I want to Google it. Hold on. India. What should I Google? India people train. India. Okay. Just India trains will probably India be trains. sufficient enough to pull Oh up. my gosh. What? I was going to say, is this real? But there's so many pictures. Yeah, it's like Cirque du Soleil. It's like the train is made of people. Yeah. They're just hanging off all over on the sides, inside, outside, windshield. <gasps> this is insane. I have never seen it. You guys have got to look <laughs> this up right now. Just type in India trains and then click on images. You ever see the movie Boss Baby and all those wolves, mate, they could like no. morph into cars and boats? Oh, man. I haven't seen it. Oh, well, anyway. All these like wolves would join forces and turn into a boat and then they would turn into a plane. Oh, they'd morph into things. Right. And that's kind of what that train looks like. All those yes! people were like train time and they all just formed into a train. <laughs> made themselves into a train is what it looks like. Wow. I I really have never seen this before. That's yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. India is a very populated, a, a very, very populated place. Yeah, so I'm guessing that uh, the India Pavilion, if it ever comes to fruition, it would crowded. also be crowded because it's inside of a Disney park. Yeah. Word on the Disney street is also that there's going to be a Mary Poppins ride added to the UK Pavilion in Epcot, which would, I guess, give it something else to do besides going to the pub, because that's my favorite thing to do there. Yeah, isn't that like the first one when you walk yes. in? Yes, well, it depends how you enter the park, everyone's got their own way that they enter. There's a couple different entrances and they decide which way they want to go to start drinking around the world. Yeah. I like doing the little back entrance and then going over to the UK, hitting up the pub and then you end at the pub. That is how you drink around the world. All right. Now, speaking of Mary Poppins and Epcot, we've got some Mary Poppins news in Hollywood news. The trailer for the new Mary Poppins was released this week and Emily Blunt is who is playing uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. The role that was originally done by Julie Andrews. It was a classic back from 1964. I cannot believe it was that old. Holy crap. It was now the new one is going to be set in London 25 years after the events of the original film. And. Poppins is going back, or Emily Blunt, she's going back to help the next generation of the Banks family after they experience a personal loss. Here's a little clip from the trailer. Mary. Poppins, who came back? You seem hardly to have aged at all. Really? One never discusses a woman's age, Michael. Would have hoped I taught you better. Ooh, I love Emily Blunt. I am excited about it. The sequel features all new original songs with music by award-winning composer Mark Shaman. 
And then they've got some super awesome lyricist that's writing the song. So you know it's going to be good. It's Mary Poppins Returns. And it hits theaters on December 19th. So just in time for Christmas. Well, good thing she's already British. I was going to say, dang, her accent is really good. <laughs> she she did that really well. Yeah. She's just speaking normal. <laughs> you would have to play an Australian person. Oh, my God. I could go down under no problem. <laughs> I wonder if you really have a good accent if an Australian person was to hear you. Uh, or to hear you. They'd probably be like, what in the crikey? <laughs> be like, I don't know. <laughs> no, now mine would be bad. I don't think yours would even, they wouldn't even acknowledge. They, they'd be like, Who's they'd, this? They'd be like, is she, what is she trying Who's to speak? This Chinese speaking woman. <laughs> I know, it's really bad. Uh-huh. It is official. Wait, I need to cue some other audio for this announcement. Okie dokie. Everybody get up. Yeah. It's time to slam it is. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Space Jam. Get your yes. chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. Gosh, this song never gets old. We've already talked about it months and months ago. Gosh, I feel like even years ago at this point. Space Jam 2. We know that it is happening, but as of today, they announced that Black Panther's director will produce the sequel of the 1996 classic Space Jam. That is big news. Black Panther, huge movie, and the fact that they are getting a director like that is crazy. Uh, So maybe that's why LeBron James went to L.A. to play for the Lakers so he could film Space Jam. Yeah, I wonder if filming, I don't know if filming's already started or not, but they released, or Spring Hill Entertainment, they confirmed the news via an image on Instagram today, and they showed a a digital version of a locker room, because it's an animated film. Well, part of it is animated. Uh LeBron James is going to be real. Yes. But they showed an animated locker room, and they had Bugs Bunny, his number, and his name on the locker thing. Then they had LeBron James, and then they put the director, and they confirmed that Black Panther's director is going to produce the sequel. I want uh, whoever produced the original to produce this one. That's Really? I I think this movie is going to be like smashing box office records. Like Titanic. It's going to be bigger than Titanic. Space Jam 2? Yes. Okay, I do not know about that. I'm going to see it in theaters. Well, no, hands down, I definitely am going to see it. But don't you think it could go one of two ways? It could just be a total flop. If they didn't have that director and it was just some Joe Schmo guy. Wouldn't matter. I could direct it. Okay. <laughs> Box office greatness. Just because by default, it's Space Jam 2, and people are going to yes. go see it. It's animated and real people, so you get best of both worlds yes. there. It's Looney Tunes. I can't Tunes, wait. I'm going to see it. everyone grew up on Looney Tunes, Obviously. whether you're young now or yeah. older. Space Jam is going to be, anyone that has a kid is going to want to take them to it, because they saw Space Jam when they were a kid. Right. And now you got to bring your kids, plus you want to see it, plus LeBron James. <laughs> plus LeBron James. Exactly. Well, yeah, you've convinced me. I'm definitely going to go see it. And Let I us just know. found out something about Space Jam. What? That the, the referee in Space Jam mm-hmm. during the basketball game yeah. was Marvin the Martian. And the reason that he was the referee was because he was both a Looney Tune and an alien. Oh, what? So he was an impartial. What? Yeah. My brain just exploded. Just when I thought it couldn't explode anymore after seeing the India train. (laughs) Holy crap. 
That's crazy. Yeah. Both a Looney Tune and a Martian. Dang. So, mm-hmm. That is smart. The and perfect choice. he's going to be in the uh, sequel as well because they had a little be. doodle of Marvin the Martian. Yeah. That was the cool thing. I remember in Clueless, when Clueless was big, Ty Frazier, the character in Clueless, she yeah. always drew Marvin the Martian. Really? I yes. I know that. That's how she met the guy. They were in the lunch line, and he's like, oh, it's like a sweet drawing of Marvin the Martian. You draw that. Because back in the day, I mean, it was before my time even, I feel like. People would draw Marvin the Martian all over their notebooks and stuff. Uh, yeah, probably. People he was like my favorite them. character. See, it was your time. Exactly. So a couple like, years older. Probably 20 Christmas ornaments of Marvin the Martian. Yes, you were obsessed. I wouldn't be surprised if mom gets me one this year. <laughs> <laughs> Michael loves Marvin the Martian. Uh-huh. He always has. Yep. Well, the film is set to be released in 2019 during the NBA's offseason so that what? LeBron That's James too soon. So that LeBron James can go ahead and promote it. So June to late October. We don't even have to wait. That is, that's like just around the corner. Just around the river band. I look once more. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll stop. Wrong movie. <laughs> what? It's Pocahontas. Yes. Now, you've probably been pronouncing Chrissy Teigen's name wrong, because I know that I have. And And Tyrod Taylor's. Who's Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Well, the Cleveland Browns were on the HBO show Hard Knocks. Okay. So they document. I like that show, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks is awesome. So they document the NFL season before it actually starts. So yes. all these players trying to make the team, blah, blah, blah. Turns out Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. his real name is Tyrod. No, his name's Tyrod, and they were saying yes. Tyrod the so whole time? So in the very first episode, oh, damn. this new rookie quarterback comes in, Come and he's HBO. like, oh, this is Tyrod's bed, and then the internet blew up. And they were like, this backup quarterback doesn't even know Tyrod's name. Like, this is going to be bad. no. And then they start, so then it like blew up everywhere. And then all the media were like, do you know that you don't even know how to pronounce a starting quarterback's name? And he's like, yes, I do. It's Tarod. And they're like, no, it's Tyrod. And he's like, no, it is Tarod. You can ask him. Sure enough, they did. And he's like, no, it's it's Tarod. Oh, damn. He just schooled the rest of the world. He's like, not nah, play a, you don't know how to yeah. say his name. He said it just started oh, when he, that's amazing. yeah, he played college ball at like Virginia Tech. And once he got really popular. Announcers just started calling him Tyrod. And, and he then just he, went along with it. Yeah, he was just like, ah, screw it. Okay, well, that's exactly what happened with Chrissy Teigen. She tweeted out on Sunday that it is pronounced Ty, T I Gen. So Tygen mm-hmm. instead of Teigen because she was on the Emmys yellow carpet and the hosts of, I don't, I think it was. Uh, the Today Show, they were interviewing her and they brought up that they had heard that her name is actually pronounced Tigan instead of Tegan. And here is her response. Chrissy, I can't believe what I heard. And that is that you do not pronounce your last name Tegan. It's Tigan. What are we going with here? I'm going to stick with Tegan and just my dad is just going to cringe every time. So there you go. Her name is actually pronounced Tigan. Yeah, but she's going along with it apparently i know that she's like no yeah i'm just gonna say tegan so then we just go along with it i don't think ty i don't think tarod calls himself tyrod i think he calls himself by his proper name right but just apparently no one else knew that it's kind of like rihanna it's really rihanna what yeah 
I knew a girl named Rihanna, and I would always call her Rihanna by accident because they spelled it the exact same yeah, way. Yeah, I know a girl named Rihanna. And I was like, Rihanna, I, uh, Rihanna, God, uh, whatever. Yes. Well, Rihanna, she really wants everyone to call her Rihanna. I've done interviews. Really? And she, yeah, she says it Rihanna, but everybody else just keeps on going with Rihanna, Rihanna. Weird. I know. The doesn't more she, you know. She doesn't say her name in any songs. This is why we need everyone to no, take. No, she's too busy singing about umbrellas and bitch well, better have my money. Yeah, we need the just Jason. See, nah, I'm just bitch, it's that. pronounced Rihanna. Yeah, that should well, be your new. Single. If we all had the Jason Derulo approach, everyone would know. <laughs> Rihanna. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, Rihanna. I yeah, didn't see, even say it right. It Damn it. Mm-hmm. People are talking about Kanye West and his latest announcement that he is moving to Chicago and, quote, never leaving again. That is what he said during an appearance in Chicago with Chance the Rapper. However, according to The the Sun, uh, he didn't really discuss that with Kim Kardashian West. And she was like, "Um, I'm not really pleased with that idea because I live in L.A., I live, I live in Calabasas, and this is where I'm going to stay. She has never lived anywhere else but in Calabasas. And she's, quote, upset, according to The Sun, that Kanye is saying things like this publicly when they haven't even talked about moving. She's told him it's not happening. Now, according to some other reports, I saw that they did buy, I guess, a house in Chicago, but they're planning on living by coastal. And they're not what going. What does that mean? They're going to live in Chicago and in LA because they're rich, Michael, and that's what rich people do. I guess so. I don't think I would want to move to Chicago if I lived in LA in a mansion. Like if, if I, I was trying to get anywhere out of, in a mansion, I wouldn't want to move. I'd be like, no, right. I'm good. I'll just stay here. Plus, does she also know that Kanye just says stuff? I know. Like Come he just on. wakes up and says things, and you're just like, huh? And then the next day, he's just like, oh, I don't know. And then it just goes away. Exactly. The people are going to forget about it. Yeah, and she shouldn't have even acknowledged it. She'd be like, eh, he didn't say that. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, I didn't say that. You're right. I never said that. <laughs> and then it's gone. Yeah. Well, they did buy a house there, according to some online media outlets. So it looks like they are going to be spending some time there. But it doesn't look like he's never leaving again. It just means that he's probably always going to have a home there. Yeah. I don't think, unless he's willing to pay for all the other Kardashians to move out there. <laughs> Yeah. This TV show is going nice. to be awfully difficult. Going to get really expensive. That's a big ass family. Jessica Simpson, yeah, speaking a big of. Big ass family. <laughs> speaking of families, Jessica Simpson, hers is growing. She just shared her, her uh, baby bump on social media this week. She confirmed that she is, in fact, is expecting a little baby girl. This is her third child with her husband, Eric Johnson. She said that it was an uh, exciting surprise. Is what she called it. Aren't we all? <laughs> I know, Mo- right? I'm pretty sure we were all surprises. Molly told me uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, she showed me the Instagram of young Becca from The Bachelor. She's pregnant now. Oh, yeah, I saw that because yeah. she posted a baby bump picture. More baby news. There you go. Christina Aguilera is perpetuating the dream that all of us teeny boppers have. And that is that Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears will team up to do a song together. Mm -hmm. You're saying there's a chance. She was on Jimmy Kimmel Live and she was talking about social media, what she likes, what she doesn't like about it. And she said that she would have actually liked having social media back in the day, like a 
uh, Twitter, for example, yep. because she said when rumors came out about maybe her and Carson Daly or her and Eminem, she could just go on there and squash it immediately instead of having to wait and doing an interview with someone and mm-hmm. then getting asked about it. Yeah. And so Jimmy Kimmel asked like, well, what do you mean? Who would you have addressed? And she brought up the whole beef with Britney Spears. Here is what she said on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Coming up, it was very obvious, you know, me and Britney were definitely... <laughs> Right. There's the Britney Christina, like, you know, considered rivalry thing. And yeah, if it if we had social media back then, we would have probably done like a song together or something and just like squash. Well, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's too it's Yeah, not it's too never too that. late. It's probably you know, not too late. You Brittany. guys should do a song together. Is that something that you would do you ever talk to Britney Spears? Um, you know, I I I hey, I'm down. Why I'm don't down. you make it happen? Internet, make it happen. Somebody's got to start a petition. I guess. Do you even care? Yes. Why wouldn't I want a Britney and Christina song? I mean, if it's good, obviously. It's they not gotta... going to be. No, Michael. Have, when was the last Britney Spears song you're like, oh, Think of dope. it as like Space Jam 2. Okay. Yeah, Space Jam 2 is going to break box office records. Okay. And if Britney and Christina got a really good producer, they got then, mustard on the beat. Yeah. They could actually make a hit song. They might trend on Twitter for an hour. And then that's it. That would be about the extent of it. In the sports world, this is like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fighting 10 years after everyone wanted to see it. Then 10 years finally comes up. Everyone's like, okay, you guys are all old now. This is going to be terrible. Uh, I guess you're right. It's not as exciting. Plus, Britney Spears' voice, I feel like, is somehow getting worse than it already was. (laughs) Michael, leave Britney alone. Yeah, well, all right. We've got to end the podcast with a heart happy story. Michael Jack or Michael Michael Jordan. It's been a long day. Michael Jordan. He grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina, close to where Hurricane Florence came ashore as a Category One, and he has donated two million dollars to relief and recovery agencies. In a quote, he said, "It's totally." Or it's truly devastating for me to see the damage that Hurricane Florence is doing to my beloved home state of North Carolina and to the surrounding areas. You gotta take care of home. So I thought that was just really sweet that he donated $2 million to the Relief and Recovery Agency. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I know that in the scheme of things, he's got a lot of money, but you know what? He doesn't have to donate his money, and he chose to. Pretty sure so. he's a billionaire. I. Listen, it doesn't make it any less of a heart-happy story. I think it's great that he is helping out the victims. Indeed. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already done so. I've been going on and reading the reviews. We got a really sweet one. I wanted to share it with you. It said... Thursday, it says, Thursdays are the best. It's from Caitlin. I am a little embarrassed to say that I've listened to this podcast for over a year now and not, and I have not rated it. Mel would be so disappointed. You're right, Caitlin. I am so disappointed. No, I'm kidding. Anyways, I have a fairly long commute into work each morning, so I usually listen to a different podcast each day of the week. Let me tell you, Thursdays are the best in capitals day because of Mel and Michael. Their topics are relevant. They create interesting conversations, and they are hilarious. If you're looking for a podcast which combines current news, celebrity gossip, and humor, stop right here. You will not regret it. And then she goes on and she did a little personal thank you. She said, Mel and Michael, thanks for making my morning so great. I look forward to Thursdays just 
just because of the two of you. Your podcast has put a smile on my face in even the toughest of times. Hey, that is very nice. Oh, my God. That's like the best review you've ever had. And I don't I even know. know that person. That's why I had to read the whole thing in its entirety <laughs> because I was just like, God, that was just so sweet. And I was having a really bad day. So just know that if we can bring a smile to your face, that means a lot. But you just brought one to ours, too. So thank you. And like I said, we read each and every one of the reviews. So know that if you are taking time out of your busy schedule, that it's not going to waste. I'm going on there and I'm reading all of them and I share them all with my bro host. So mm-hmm. thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for listening. And uh, you can follow us and keep up with us, see what we're doing when we're not recording the podcast. You can follow my bro host at Michael Glazner on everything. And you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube and Snapchat at Melanie Minot. Twitter tweets Melanie M. And then Facebook, it's official Mel. We love you guys. We love doing the podcast. And thanks for listening so we can do it each and every week. And we will talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye. She got the word on the street. Be caterers on the beat. Goss so juice. I'm on the edge of my seat. Run the worldwide news. Anything you want to know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Minot Show. Sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye bye. It's the Melanie Minot Show. Follow her on Instagram and Melanie Minot. Hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.